you are in this circle of trees, uh, I will point out that this is a marsh. And marshes, mm. different to swamps. Swamps are lots of trees and water. Marshes are mostly not trees and water. Mm -hmm. yeah, is this uh, an ombrotrophic marsh? Standing water. So I learned a new word at work the oh. other day, which is very cool. Did you? Yeah, because Scot so Scotland is the land of peat, <laughs> peat bogs and marshes. Um, mm. Very much. And the, mm. we have a really, really old um, long-term monitoring site. It's been going for like 20, 30 years, right, with like one of the only long-term ammonia monitoring experiments in the world. And so it's in this bog called Wimbog, um, and it's an ombrotrophic bog, which means that it's – cut off from any other kind of water source. So the only source of water that it gets is rain. Um, and so it rains so much. <laughs> it's completely, yeah, so it's the water table, um, but it's also completely cut off from any groundwater. It's complete like outside yeah. aquifer kind of sources. It's, it's completely, yeah. So it only gets rainwater and that's its only source of water. Isn't that cool? Okay. Well, this is a non- Whatever the opposite of ombrotrophic is, which I actually don't know. <laughs> there's, well, there, there are other things that there are. Yeah, there's more than one other thing. But anyway. yeah, yeah. Um, is it uh, a wet? Yes. Is it a wetland or is it ombrotrophic? Is probably the easiest way to think. Right. Okay, yes, wetland, wetland, land and water. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So, so to the 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 northwest and the southeast of the Misty Marsh are two rivers. There's a river on either side of the marsh. And the marsh also goes out into the the sea. Like it it mm -hmm. it is a a mang it is a, a a wetland. It is a marsh, wetland, mangrovey type place. Like right. it is, it's like a salt marsh. Right. Yep. Uh, Sorry, I'm laughing because it's like, how long can it can we go by just describing the the, the marsh? <laughs> what I'm getting at is, it is a place it's with not many trees. Yes. It is. Uh, it's damp. Currently, it's it's currently partly frozen because of the middle mm -hmm. of winter. But due to the salt content in parts of the water, it doesn't totally freeze. Right. It's sludgy. Got it. It's yeah. It's exactly. muddy. It's gross. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've gotten here to this circle of trees with Metco the Grung. Uh, who is the guide that Ren, um, Ren's supervisor? No, not Ren's supervisor. Mm -hmm. Ren's my friend. buddy, my buddy from yeah. from uh, Professor Wolfkeep. Yeah, uh, organized. Although to be fair, the others don't know that either. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you you don't know that because you were talking to Mister Red, and I didn't explain what job I'd been given. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Wolfkeep. So that's right. Yeah. So Professor Wolfkeep. Uh, Professor Wolfkeep actually was organizing this the first time you got to Mr. Red's casino. Mm. I described this as a background character yeah. interaction and nobody talked to them. Right. Yeah. Because there were other things going on. Yep. Uh, and, and I wasn't now, there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Potential wasn't there. No, that's what I mean. I wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. Trillis was there. Trillis was there. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yes. Heidi ho I will be your guide as you travel through the Misty Marsh. I love this character so much. 
Pretentious is like watching Ren's response to this guy because she's got no idea, but is like, guess this is who we're meeting, I suppose. Ren does look a little, not startled, but like, oh. Nonplussed. Okay, this is, this is who we're going to meet. Right, okay. He, like, you can see the, the gears turning, like, what is, okay. This is the person that Wolfkeep organized for me. He is a guide. I don't need to judge him based on his size. I don't need to judge him based on the fact that he was asleep in a log, but there's apparently a light coming out of this log, uh, and he needs a cloak of endure elements in order to actually be awake and things. Okay, this is fine. This is totally fine. Uh, and you probably, Harold, hear some of that as he like mumbles to himself. Mm-hmm. He's very quickly mm-hmm. reframing his reality. Mm. Love it. I will be your guide as you travel across the Misty Marsh. I have a little boat and uh, you have the supplies that you need in order to get across. I see that you've got some chickens and some other stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we brought. I'm sorry, what was your name? Metker. Okay, uh, Metko, uh, I am I am Ren. Um, these are my companions. Hello, uh, Potentia, M- Meredith, Harold. Heidi, how nice to meet all it's of good you. Good to meet you too. Uh, if you can help me turn over my log, it is actually a little ship. I'm sorry, what? Huh. My my log. It. If you is help me a, roll it over, it gets it a, bigger. A, sh- a ship it, or a boat? It's a boat. Wait, yes, it's a boat. That is so it, cool. To be a ship would be generous. It is a boat. That is really, really cool. Oh, yes. It's really a question of whether it goes on the ocean or, or not. And Oh, it, I guess it, it, if it can go on the ocean, there is a ship, but I guess it's... I mean, what's its intent? Is it intended for coastal and inland waters or is it intended? Uh, it's for intended for coast? coastal and inland waters, potentially. And it's a boat. <laughs> She's it's like about. not trying to be that that guy, but is a hundred percent being that guy. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's roll this thing <laughs> over there. Uh, and as he rolls it over, you see it start like you, you, it's a log. It one hundred percent just looks like a log. Um, mm-hmm. But as you roll it into the water, like Ren starts pushing this thing. Uh, it water is generous. It's mud that it rolls into. Mm-hmm. Uh, cold, sludgy mud, but mm-hmm. it begins to shift and grow and change into a uh, much more reasonable 20-foot-long boat. Uh, it is a shallow keel boat with mostly flat um, top. There's a section for some cargo, uh, and there are oars, Great. You can help me load up this this boat and then we'll get on our way. Are we leaving the cart? Is that what's happening? Oh, or? yeah. That's not going to help you out there. Okay. Um, did we have to rent the cart? What was the deal with the cart? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, well, well, I guess when we come back, we'll take the cart with us back to town. So, yeah, it is a rental. I mean, technically, I guess I'm renting it from the university. The university owns the cart. 
Okay, well, I'm less concerned about it in that. Well, that I case. mean, I'm. Uh, I my name is is un, is like signed to that Harold. I don't want to get have to pay back the university for a cart. Well, maybe it. we can concoct some story about a troll sitting on it or something. You know, fieldwork type things. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could really be having this conversation on the boat. You guys don't need to be standing there doing this. Jedge has kind of moved I'm towards well. the boat as the boat has been flipped over, and like is basically in the same viewers the grung of like are we getting on the boat mm-hmm. Meredith's so, gonna so join Ren starts moving the, the cages with the chickens um, the meat uh, the, the beer onto the boat as well as your possessions as well puts it in this little uh, it's like a it's a bit bigger than a chest but it like sits on top of the boat has a latch has a lock mm-hmm. uh, and then Metker hops up onto the back of the the boat gets one of these these long paddles and begins to start uh, like a Venetian ferryman starts like pushing mm-hmm. the boat through uh, the the muck until it becomes less mucky, more watery. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're you're bumping along against like chunks of ice because there is some ice here still, even though the as I said before, there's a higher salt content. Mm-hmm. Now I will uh, kindly ask none of you hug me. I know I'm very cute and little, and that's a thing that people often do. But I am a grunt. My skin is poisonous, and it will do bad things to you if you get in contact with it. Good well, to thank know. you so much for the warning. I certainly would have fallen afoul otherwise. So, oh, are you a hugger? Uh, Meredith snorts into her hand. <laughs> Potentially suppressing laughter, like unbelievably hard, <laughs> and not making it secret that that is happening. Uh, do you have many victims? Uh, I mean, um, uh, what would you call it? Accidents? Oh, it depends where I'm going. So I, I tend to to rug up pretty much wherever I go because this, as you can imagine, I am cold blooded. Uh, and the environment currently is not exactly great. I'm not really from this this area. I'm from much further. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, where are we? I guess I'm kind of further north, towards the equator. It's a bit more tropical. You're you're quite far from home, then. Why? What? What? Uh, why are you in these parts? Oh well, see, I lost my way through the Fey Realm, and ended up uh, trapped over there. And I made some friends, uh, made some enemies, made some money. And now I offer my services as a ferryman, wherever I can get the jobs. Well, we uh, recently found ourselves sort of in the fey realm. I mean, you know, on the periphery of it. You know, you kind of look familiar. Maybe I saw you over there once. Does Harold have any memory of this? Uh, I will allow Harold. Yeah. Harold in particular. Harold and the the only person in the group, I think, uh, to make a history check to see if he remembers sure. seeing this particular grung or any grung over in the Fey realms. Yeah. Uh, you're looking to, for your own memory, you're looking to be, let's call it a 10. Well, I got a 12. Okay. Yes. You do remember seeing a grung. 
uh, in Mr. Red's casino. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily know if it was this grung. Yeah. This is maybe the first grung you've ever met and have yet to meet another grung. So therefore, you don't know how to distinguish them mm-hmm. from like one grung from another. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, I, I do remember a grung. I don't want to be presumptuous, of course, but uh, we were in this strange casino. Uh, I, was in, in a, I was in a strange casino in the Fey realm. You don't say. What a coincidence. Uh, yeah. It must have been me. Do they have the Are same? Are there many of your kind around? Oh, not really in the Fey realm. Uh, you can usually... T- where we have... And he'll, like, lift up um, part of the cloak so you can see a bit of his, like, stomach. And you see this, mm-hmm. this vivid pattern of colour. Like, it, he is uh, green and yellow with like black splotches like he is if you imagine like a, an amazonian tree frog he is uh-huh. very colorful carotenoid cool. uh, but then he like yeah uh, <laughs> so he like puts that back down um oh, yeah well you can usually tell us by our individual markings we look very different well nice to meet you again uh well i, I don't I mean, think we actually met i just saw you from across the room i i mean we were so far away from home the two of us uh i suppose we sort of met in a way i mean what are the chances of us being in that location at the same time that's very true although i i, I think there's some kind of time something happening in that place so the odds of us being there at the same time maybe are higher because of the, the change of time magic. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy coincidence. Now, uh, is this your first time here in the Misty Marsh? Yeah, never been here before. Well, uh, a few things. Um, I would point them out to you, but as the name suggests a pretty misty place and uh there's not really a lot to see it's just this big even when the mist isn't here which doesn't happen often it's a big open space with i mean there sometimes there are rocks and sometimes there are little bushes and a occasional tree but not many because a marsh doesn't have many trees you see uh but um we are heading towards some ruins which have been here for a very long time and uh, I think that's, I, mean, I just have to get you there. I don't have to do particularly much, I don't think, right? Just get you there. You can attend some, spend some time there and get you back. Oh, I'm also going to help you deal with the locals. The locals? Yeah. They're an interesting group of people uh, that some people might find them intimidating, but it seems like you've got a good offering and hopefully that'll appease them. And then they'll let you go look at their temple. Can you can you give us some more information about them? Let us know what we're in for. Oh, yeah. So they're lizard people. Oh, cool. Yeah, a whole bunch of lizard people. They live out here in the swamps. Um, they, they have very crocodilian-type features. Mm-hmm. Is that one of them there I can see, maybe? Uh, he's, like, peering into the, into the mist. Uh, Harold. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like all of you can give me a perception, but I think Harold's probably the only one who's actually going to make it. 
Um, but your passive health is actually high enough. You don't need to. Right. Go. I'm a roll anyway, just in case I supersede something. You I, supersede I did, I did something. Not, I, I did not see anything. I 19 for, nope. for Meredith. Six. Oh, no. I did not see anything. It's fine. Uh, Harold, did you super duper see something? <laughs> I did not. Okay. I'll just take I'll just take your regular super seeing, not the duper. Um, <laughs> there is something uh crocodilian shaped mm-hmm. moving towards you. And it's, it's it's hard to see how far away it is. It's just mm-hmm. like something. Now I will point out that there are also big crocodiles in here, but they should mostly be asleep. It is winter and they tend to hibernate. Do crocodiles hibernate? Well, they kind of go into a, a lower, uh, what's that thing where you eat and then you... Um, Your metabolism? They go into yeah. Metabolism. Ast- that is- uh, astivation is the name of the process that crocodiles go oh. through. Why do I know this? God knows. <laughs> it's like yeah. hibernation, but it's not technically hibernation. Yeah, right. Yeah, They have a lower metabolism because their body gets cold and they shut down a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay, so cool. Where hibernation is like warm-blooded things. Uh, cold-blooded things go through a different process. Yeah. Yeah. Suppose cold-blooded things just don't need to hibernate, right? Like that's Yeah, because the they live like, in tropical places. Yeah, it's, place it? it's too cold. It's not worth trying to find enough food and trying to heat myself yeah, up. Yeah, just I'm wait for just it. just hit pause on the whole doing stuff thing. In fact, that's what I was doing before you guys got here. Just kind of, mm. it's like a long sleep. Oh, no, did we? You just get real, real tired and you just kind of... Just everything feels slow. Did we wake you up? Well, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Red, no Red knocked on my log, and then I came out and he gave me the coat, and now I'm doing a job. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was this this wasn't a random happenstance okay. like we're meeting in the casino. <laughs> good, good. This is this was planned. All right. I just I was a bit worried that we were you know inconveniencing you, but it it seemed no. okay. No, I'm getting paid. This okay. is great. Good. You see, Ren is like hasn't been talking this whole time. He's just like sitting there, and like, like you just see him like, okay, this will get me to my PhD. This will, this will get me to my PhD. This will, this will let me finish my PhD. You're right there, buddy. <laughs> um, Harold, that that crocodile shape is getting closer, and you can start uh-huh. to hear it like the water moving now. But it's. Is it bipedal or no? This is actually like you know doing the crocodile. Thing. It's actually doing the crocodile thing. Um, cool. But you're looking at it, and you've seen crocodiles in your travels. You've been on whole like long trips with your family. Studied some, maybe. Yeah. Harold, the zoologist. That's true. <laughs> but you did do a biology yeah. degree. Um, yeah. Majored in zoology. <laughs> this thing is getting closer to you. Mm-hmm. But it's it should have reached you. It's it's uh-huh. it, it, there's like a perspective thing happening where like crocodiles mm. are usually about this big, and something that big should have reached me, but it hasn't reached me, and it's still continuing to get bigger. Uh-huh. And you're seeing it just uh, like a, a shadow through the mist, like getting closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no one else in the group has seen this so far, just you. Mm. But 
the, the Grung has yeah. pointed out that he thought he could see one. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then I'm not that alarmed. If if the if 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 not Kermit is fine with it, then I'm cool with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Metka is fine. Um, yeah. Did you only just get uh, that, Kate? No. I just didn't hear it out loud. <laughs> like I, I I had written it down. I've got it like, Okay. Um yep. I'd written it down. It's more just saying that out loud. No, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Met, Met just your Grun. face. I was like, uh, what? But he, uh, so One of the frogs at the museum is called Kermit, Joe. Right. I, we mm-hmm. called him Kermit. There's Kermit and Freddo, the two green tree frogs. Amazing. Freddo is That's amazing. That's so good. Anyway, continue. Kermit's uh, Kermit no, green. No, this, but this is, this is, this is Metco the Grung, a totally different character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Completely different. Um, mm-hmm. Legally mm-hmm. distinct. Legally distinct. distinct. Yep. Actually, with much cooler markings as well, yeah. I'm just going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if they are fine with it, then I too uh, am probably not too worried about saying anything right now. Give me an insight roll, Harold. Good idea. 25. Nice. Uh, Metker does seem to actually be concerned, judging by the fact that he has turned the, sh- turned the boat away from it and is... Doing okay. the best he can to keep a smiley face while, like, quietly panicking. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a tour guide and not panic is the, the tour that he's leading. Is there an issue, Metker? Oh, just that that crocodile's getting awful close and it's a bit bigger than I thought. Uh, yes, it does seem to be rather large. Which, should we, we, which crocodile? Should we be worried? I will point in the vague direction of the... Shadow. <laughs> uh, I will Ooh. let Potentia and Meredith make another perception roll. Uh, you are trying to beat an 18. It is nope. very misty. It's very hard to see. I got Seven. an 18. <laughs> okay, Meredith, you can see there is the shadow of this. Because again, you're only seeing it because the sun is like illuminating it through the mist. Mm-hmm. There's like a shadow you can see cast. Um, uh, it's, it's big. Is that... T- pl- Please tell me that's really far away and perspective is bizarre in this place. Uh, the sun does do very interesting things with with shadows and the mist, so it can be very hard to. Uh, no, it's 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 very big. It's getting very close. Um, huh. Maybe if, I I I'd like you to help me maybe with the paddles, and we can try and move this thing faster. I wouldn't yeah. normally ask, but it's just. Uh, yeah. I don't exactly know what your abilities are in terms of defending Where us. Where are the other paddles? Uh, you can see them just kind of stored. Yeah, um, Meredith is going to lunge for them and, um, you know, gently, because they're on a boat. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's going to, like, hand them and help uh, Ren or Potentia or Harold get them out. I have a really odd question, Ben. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, Tiny Hut. If yes. cast on a boat, <laughs> yes. does it move with the boat? Because, like, what it says is that, like, it remains stationary. But if it is cast on something that is on a moving, moving thing, <coughs> I have a basically. I have a question. <laughs> okay, it. And I it know what rules this move... would say, but I am asking my DM what my okay. DM would say. So here's the thing. It says it remains stationary. It does. But it has to move 
because if you're on a planet and the planet is moving throughout right. the solar system, it has to move yes, as well. Yeah. This, it has this is to why be moving. I asked. See, scientifically, it is moving because that's how it is moving already. Mm-hmm. So um, my question is: stationary <laughs> to what is stationary in respect to what? <laughs> I think stationary in respect to us. Well, if we're on the boat, then and the boat happens to be moving, and we happen to be moving with the boat, then it's still stationary in our frame of reference. It's just yeah. not stationary in the like an outsider's frame of reference. Yeah, so it's stationary in terms of the frame of reference you pick based on the air, like the thing that you're standing on. Yeah, great. Or in the case of being in the air, the ground that you can see below you. I'm. I've never encountered a situation where someone's cast tiny hut while falling, but yeah, I guess you could. I guess that would be like, but yeah. At, mm. Mm. So, so basically, my question is. How long is the boat? Uh, it's a 20 foot boat. boat. Can I cast Tiny Hut on the boat? <laughs> uh, so that we are protected from the inside of the boat? It's a 10 foot radius. Physics. How will we navigate? It's, it's is my ten, question. Okay. We can so, see through so it, you, you just can't see into it. There's a difference. Yeah. Okay. That's the really fun part mm. about Tiny Hut is that Physics. people can't see in, but we can see out. Yes. Potentia, if that is something you want to do, you, I will let you cast Tiny Hut. Did you just metaphysics the game? Um, what I just did was create a dome around a ten foot radius immobile dome of force mm-hmm. on the boat Great. that goes literally end of boat to end of boat because I imagined that I would move myself to the middle of said boat before casting it because that's a perfectly reasonable and logical thing to do if you're casting something you know is like twenty foot long and you want it to cover the entire boat and nine creatures mm-hmm. of medium size or smaller so I assume that that's the four of us bracket the three of us plus Ren plus the Grung mm-hmm. um so I mean there's probably only three medium sized creatures <laughs> four four Rude. four we don't know how big the Grung what? um <laughs> Ren, no, well, we do. I, I'm, I'm making assumptions based tall. on the voice Meredith is taller than it Sure. Yeah. Okay, um, so three medium, so, too small. So creatures and objects within the dome, when I cast the spell, can move for it, through it freely. So we can go in and out of the dome. Mm-hmm. All other creatures and objects are barred so from passing good. through it. Uh, spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. Um, but I bloody love this. I can make it opaque from the... I can make it dimly lit or dark inside, So it's, and it's opaque from the outside but transparent from the inside so that we can still okay. navigate <laughs> okay. But we uh, are now so you... protected from the crocodile that everyone's talking about that I can't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, bam. <laughs> okay. Yes, you do that. <laughs> uh, and the ship, the boat comes to a stop. It is no longer cutting its way through the mast. It is now a sphere. Uh, and the fluid dynamics no longer enable the, the boat to continue moving forward. It, it like, slows to us. Like, it slows and then stops. Right. Uh, you are in the tiny hut. You are, you are safe inside the tiny hut. Which, to clarify, will last for eight hours. <laughs> okay, cool. If we want it to. I, I think... To, oh, if I leave its area, it ends. So we have okay. eight hours of... Mm. If I stay on the boat. Okay. Uh, this creature, the shape, continues to get closer towards mm-hmm. you. So we can't uh, we can't row anymore? I don't know. 
This is a new one for me. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, you, can could, you could stick the the oars through the back of it like a propeller. You could attach a propeller to the back of said boat. I guess we can try. We can reach outside of the. Yes. The, okay. You can move in and out of it as much as you like. Just nothing can get in, which I thought was part Ar- of. The point. Okay, everyone, grab an oar, and we'll try and we'll try and move this. What do you what do you call this thing? A tiny hut. I mean, I suppose it's more of a protective sphere. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see if we can move this protective sphere. Everyone, uh, grab an oar and let's let's give this a try. So, anyone who wants to assist, I uh, can't. I, mm-hmm. I will. I will make it quite clear that I can't assist because mm-hmm. if I go outside of the dome, yeah, the dome, the dome is not a thing. Away. Okay. All right, Meredith is going to help. Um, okay, so Harold as well. Um, <laughs> if you want, we can say that two people are making athletics checks mm-hmm. with advantage because they are being aided. Okay. Uh, one of them I can will be, use guidance. One of them can be Metker, mm-hmm. uh, and the other person will be not Ren because he's very tired. Because he's been pushing a card all day. I think because so of the. One of you two. Um, I'm going to suggest Meredith does it, and Harold, you're on lookout. That makes yeah. sense. I will give you guidance. In that <gasps> Thank case. you. Which means I get. I remember. <laughs> so, so I get an extra D four. With advantage, you are a D four. Yeah. Uh, okay. You are trying to get to a fifteen. That was a fourteen. And a twelve, and then the eighteen is my highest roll with guidance. Okay, so as a group, collectively, you—it's—it's it's less paddle and more just like the 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 Scoop worst like water insect that you've ever seen. As like because it's mm. a, it's, a, it's a sphere with like these little paddles come out and they start like scooping and pushing and trying to like move. It's not fast. But there is some forward momentum that's being being gained. You're not outpacing this this creature as it's getting closer to you, but you are protected within the sphere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realised that this is not a concentration spell. That's awesome. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> just, I made hut. Hut can just stay there for as long as I feel like. Pretend just like mm-hmm. my job is done. <laughs> kept you all it. safe. You did, you chose to leave the hut. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't left the hut. They're just, no, like, just they're like <laughs> they're just kind of reaching out, yeah. uh, or even just like the paddles. So these long paddles reaching out. Yeah. So you're doing this question about the underside of the hut. <laughs> uh huh. Now, presumably, it, it is a ten foot uh-huh. circle. Yes. It, it technically says it's a ten foot dome, which means technically okay. it sits. It's flat not a sphere. On the, it's not yeah. a sphere. Okay. So, okay. so it technically says a immobile dome of force. So I would imagine it would essentially yes. become like a um, what's is it a catamaran that's got multiple like flat bits that go well, out wide? My question is, does the spell assume that you're on a flat surface? It assumes you're on land because yeah. of, <laughs> that's yeah. how it's written. Because oh, no, no, no. the reason I ask is our our boat yeah. is ten foot long. long. I know. Uh-huh. Correct. Not ten foot no. uh-huh. wide. Yeah. Can the crocodile get in underneath the dome? Is what you're asking. 
No, no. Yes. And because uh, the reason I ask is we, especially Potentia, I believe, would know whether yes. that was and, possible and what, or not. That's why I'm asking okay. yeah. about what, what, this. What it specifically says is a dome is created around and above you. Now, around mm. when you're on a surface like that would mean below you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it domes above you in that it is not by your head. And it mm-hmm. domes it below. It's 10 foot around, and but it is a dome that it, what it says is that the creatures and objects within the dome when you cast the spell can move through it freely. Okay. So my, though I am to get into an argument about how this works, a dome can have a base. Yes. It's still a dome. It's just got a flat surface at the bottom and arcs up and over. So the dome surface, especially in a marshy environment where it's partially frozen, would run across the flat of the ground, 10 foot around the, like... Can yes. the water get what through? I, what, the I, what, what I'm... No, the water won't come through because it, it won't. I would um, argue that it I'm, would, like, run across the surface. Okay. Yeah, I, what, I would, what I'm or saying is when you cast this dome, yeah. the ground that you are standing on is technically slightly below yes. water level. Sure. Uh-huh. So that's why it's like come out same, and it's, same, and it's same causing catamaran. you same same like yeah, yeah it's it's that's what that's the reason it's causing this drag. Yes. Um it's mm. still a catamaran style. It's still going to go slower. It's just mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like Yeah. It's yeah. it's still croco- arguably crocodile proof or whatever because I still haven't seen this thing because apparently I can't see anything in mist. We're okay. probably overthinking this, it's, aren't we? It's okay. It's gotten to We're you. We're a part science podcast, Joe. This is important. I know. We're definitely overthinking this. <laughs> this is this um, is important. Emerging <laughs> from the mist <laughs> is something that resembles a crocodile, but is not a crocodile. It looks more like a quite lavish, uh, but very old caravan with crocodilian-like legs, a tail, and a snout. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, the, the legs, the snout, the, the tail appear to be made out of um, tree material, mud, oh. stones, oh. various bits and pieces. Uh, but the body of this thing seems to be more structural in nature uh it looks like a like a wood uh like log caravan and as it gets to you it has these very large spaces where its eyes would be and they are illuminated with uh you can see like torch light right uh and as it looms out of the mist uh, you see there's like a chimney on the top of this thing Uh, there are windows along the side of it Um, and it seems to be taking an aggressive posture in front of you as it looms out of the mist I would make the inside like I would make it very clearly opaque from the out dome opaque from the outside Mm -hmm. so that it obscures who or what is inside Yes. As soon as I saw it, I'd be like, well, no. Um, and yeah. Metka, what are we looking at? 
Ah, uh, this is actually a first for me. Anyone have any ideas? Uh, you are welcome to make arcana checks or history checks. Okay. I will go for history. Me too. I will 100% go for arcana because... I got a 25 history. I got a 25 arcana, so (laughs) we'll take one of those. Thanks, Ben. Cheers. I got a seven. I got a seven. That was great. <laughs> so I'll answer you both uh, separately. Yep. Potentia. Yes. Uh, you would recognize this as uh, an animated mm. vehicle or home of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not an organic living creature. It is definitely a construct of some description. Mm-hmm. Um, something this large with this uh, like mobility and like the artistry in going into making this thing there is something there's whoever made this possibly whoever lives within it is powerful mm-hmm. does it smell artificery or was like in terms of the difference of types of magic because they are um, it doesn't it doesn't have artificer vibe that's to good. it okay. that's that's kind of what I was trying to Thank yeah. You. Um, Meredith, mm-hmm. you are somebody who deals in stories and legends, mm-hmm. and you have heard stories about a powerful witch and her crocodile hut. Right. Her her her, her crocodile her crocodile caravan her crocovan, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get out. And you know that this individual is dangerous. Okay. Lord things. Do I know her name? Like, is there a, uh, a story, a storybook name for her? The Witch of the Misty Marsh, or something? Yeah the the Mist of the like there are a couple of names associated. So the the Witch of the Misty Marsh, um, the Crocodile Hag. There's a couple like that come to mind, but not nothing that like no no one in particular. Potentia. Um oh. keep the hut up. I actually think I've um I think I've heard of this this before. Um now that I I think about it, um I remember there's a story about the Misty Marshes and and a witch. I don't remember specifics, but it's nothing good. Uh, as you say this, Meredith, the crocodile looms in. Its mouth opens and grabs onto the hut, like onto your uh, tiny hut, and just lifts the entire thing up into the air. Ah! Hmm. Uh, tr- and everybody, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh no! I'm sure that will go well for Harold specifically. Because uh, crocodile gonna grab a thing. Crocodile gonna. Ah, oh, sixteen, 16 okay. for me too. Sorry, De- dex save? Dexterity saving throw. You're trying to beat 15. Uh, I got 15. Nice. Great. You're only going to take half damage. That's a all lot right. of dice. You all, ta- you all take seven points of bludgeoning damage mm. as this crocodile has bitten onto your tiny hut and shakes it like a snow globe. 
Like it's it just like back and forth it like whips its head. Oh wait, are you saying you can't well, move no, it? No, I I just have like I have an observation, but I think okay. I think I might be being a bit I might be it might just be unfair. It, it might it might be a little bit like too cheeky for, for fairness, which is that um it's supposed to be comfortable and dry inside the tiny hut. So uh-huh. okay. <laughs> Do we Yes. It is comfortable <laughs> and dry, but then you are shaken inside yeah, of it. Yeah. But my question is how much bludgeoning damage do we take if it's comfortable? Because comfortable in my head is like pillows yourself. and things. <laughs> that's 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 there why I said it's cheeky, Ben. That's why there I said it's cheeky. You can also say you can also say no. That's uh, no. Fine. No. Um, I'm just trying to be like, I mean. Um, actually. Uh, you are unceremoniously dropped back into the marsh. Uh, the Luckily, you are quite buoyant with, with the, the boat and the dome, so you pop back up nice and easy. Um, but you've all taken, you're all, actually, give me, everyone give me, are you all passed? Oh, yeah. Sorry, the three uh-huh. of you passed. Uh, Ren did not, and... Mako oh. did not. Uh, they are prone. They're laying down. Uh, the three of you have managed to, like, while being tossed around, managed to keep your fitting, your your footing. I'm gonna immediately run over to um to Ren to give him a check, make sure he's okay. Ow! You're what right. Is that was painful. Uh, hey, can you guys? Do something about this big crocodile. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. This this journey is um not going exactly how I thought it would. It's okay, mate. We've we've dealt with stuff like this before. Um as she's like waving, you know, doing the eye movement thing in front of his face. You like dealt with big crocodiles before? Oh, not exactly this kind of thing before, but mm, this is not unusual for okay. us. Okay. Potentia. Yeah. You feel something that you haven't felt in a very long time. You feel the effects of Tiny Hut being dispelled. Cool. Um, I have some good news and some bad news. You know how you said that they've got quite powerful magic, Meredith? Mm-hmm. We're the not having a hut for long. Dissip- like dissipates, um, like from the from the, the top of the center, it like that, begins to open. Like as a, that happens, a bubble she's popping. going to cast. So, am I right that there are like legs, quote unquote, on this thing? Yes, dis- it has legs. Yep, it has it has four it has four legs. Cool. Um, does it look like it uses those like this is like a really odd question, but because we do theater of the mind, it's important. Um, like it uses those legs for support to move. Like, uh, when walking, yes. Yeah. If it was swimming, it has a tail, so it would yeah, use but that. I mean, that's going to slow it down. Like, if it doesn't have legs. Um, and how far is it between each leg? Such a weird question. Okay, Sorry. that's such a weird question. Like, that is... like, is it like I'm trying to get a sense of like size of it, okay. right? So, because okay. you're saying it's so, big, but like, is yeah. it? Ten um, foot between each leg? Is it like thirty foot between each leg? How? It would be. Let's say. Let's say that your boat could fit between the legs. So we'll say there's a twenty foot gap between each, between the legs, like the front and back legs, twenty foot gap. So there's a and we'll say a ten is, foot ten foot gap between left really and right. 
the gap is 20 foot or like center of leg to center of leg is 20 foot? The gap is 20 foot. Okay. Um, uh, she's going to react cast shatter between its front two legs. Okay. Because uh, it gets to make a deck save. It gets to make a con save. Con save, right, shatter. Ooh, okay. Uh, it rolled a 15 on its con save. Damn. That's okay. Um, it's still... So here's the th- thing I'm trying to work out. So it takes half as much damage on a successful save. So it still takes half of 3d8 because yep. I didn't cast... I've cast it. I just base cast mm-hmm. it. Um, but a creature made of inorganic material has disadvantage on that saving throw. Mm. Uh, it is made of organic and inorganic material. It specifically um, says I, such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. And that's why I was yeah. trying to be specific about where I was casting this. Um, uh, so I will say, disadvantage. yes, it will have disadvantage. So I will roll that again. It rolled higher. Okay, that's fine. So it takes half of 3d8. Uh, it takes... Oh, God. Math. Uh, do I write, write, round up if it's odd? Round down. You round down. Really? Yep. Damage always rounds down. Damage always uh, rounds down. Then it is. Oh my god, Matt. Come on, Brain. You can do this. Seven. I believe. Seven points. Seven. I rolled three okay. fives, and my brain just went, uh, half. Mm-hmm. Half of 15. So you. So the, the tiny hut evaporates like a bubble popping. Uh, and, uh, anything that's non magical you... that's not being worn or carried takes the damage if it's in that area. So if there's any, like, mm-hmm. low lying trees. And you reach out and cast shatter between its two legs two front legs and it does like topple forward Mm. but then it rears back and like shakes its whole body and there's this mist of green and brown that that comes off its back and begins to fill the area you gonna say the I word Ben? (laughs) no no Potentia you see Harold, Meredith, Ren, and Metker fall to the ground, unconscious. Yep, you're all asleep. We don't get any. We don't get any saving throws or anything. I I've made the checks for you. You failed them. Okay. Magic potential is an elf. I can't. I'm immune to magical sleep. Right. 